Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage, <laughs> where we're bringing you real help for real couples. My name is Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and today we're talking about my husband drinks too much and I don't know how to get him to stop. All right, let's dive in. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Seth. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. This show is brought to you by getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. You guys, COVID has messed stuff up, right? Even if you have a growth mindset, even if you are forward thinking, it's still been hard. We're talking to clients. We're talking to all kinds of people. I don't go to the office. I'm never out of the house. All this stuff. Even me, myself. My kids never "Ah, leave the house. This is stressful. So you guys, you need to talk to somebody. It doesn't mean that you have major issues or you're crazy or all this stuff. Go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage to get hooked up with a licensed professional therapist just like me to get the help you need. Getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Go there. That's exactly right. Boom, baby. All right, guys, we got a question here, right? I'm diving straight in. All right, go for it. Dive in. Uh, I rarely drink, like can go months without. I hate the feeling of being drunk. My husband used to only socially drink. This past year was rough on us, both and our darkest time. He was drinking hard liquor, but has since stopped that. My concern isn't about how much he drinks, as in the amount per day. It's more about how often he drinks a beer, usually one, sometimes two, almost every day after work while he cooks or just chilling out. I joke with him about it because it's really concerning because I know how unhealthy it is. He also dips, and I've accepted that, but hate it, and he wants to stop, but it isn't making much of an effort. He isn't making much of an effort. Anyway, I'm wondering how if I just let this go for now and monitor it, monitor it to see if it seems like he needs to talk to him about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I talk to him about mm-hmm. it, how do I do that without seeming like I want to control him and, and him getting defensive? Okay, so this is a great question. First mm-hmm. of all, one to two beers, 12-ounce beers. So a drink is literally classified as a shot of hard liquor, 40 proof or more, one 12-ounce beer of around 5% alcohol, or a glass of wine. 
just for the sake of this conversation. So a drink. Tell people how you know that. Because I also did some substance use disorder training in addition to graduate studies in marriage and family therapy. So I know my shiz, peeps. <laughs> okay. Right. So that's that's a drink. Let's start yes. out with that. So average for a male, uh, one to two drinks per day actually isn't that much. It is it is it is not that much. If a woman, a female woman, average, you know, I don't know what average weight and height for a woman is, but one drink, one glass, uh, I think a four ounce glass of red wine is not basically anything, right? Think about Europe. They drink all the time there. It's very normalized. It's casual, all this stuff. However, from studies, he may be telling you one to two drinks a day, right? And like, not actually doing if it. anybody you ever talk to ever gets in some kind of scuffle or pulled over or whatever, or gets in trouble, and they say, what, I had a few. I had like one or two. Times that by two. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. That is like standard. Like when I would do intake assessments for alcohol and like uh, screening and stuff like that, uh-huh. you know, I had a few beers. Literally, that means like six or seven. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Wow. Right? Mm-hmm. I've even told you like often, you know, I had one or two. I wasn't lying, but it's like I had a few. Right, so that means was like he three. lying? I think you were lying. Stretching. Maybe? You asked me how. Oh snap! Uh oh, you're already mad. That made me real pissed off. But keep on talking. You get pissed easy these days. <laughs> anyway, I want to help this lady. So if it is one or two, then I want you to possibly tamp down some of your anxieties do you have alcoholic history family of origin did your dad or mom drink all the time you know were people crashing cars getting DUIs? so do you have a a family history with that if so then i can see why that would be a total problem right Mm -hmm. if it is no family history oh i don't know it's just casual stuff you know one or two 12 ounce beer while you're grilling and chilling Mm -hmm. on the deck i am not worried about that but you as a woman would you be worried about that? Uh, not that amount. So then another way to look at it too is that you were saying like, do you have a family history of alcoholism or whatever? But it could be almost the exact opposite where that's mm. where I'm from. My parents don't ever drink. Mm. So you had, so it, <laughs> so it was so absent right. that when Seth would drink a beer, I would be like, oh, <gasps> really? Yeah. It just was like, you buy beer, you buy beer. Like <laughs> you go, what? Like I remember thinking like, Special occasion, maybe. Tuesday? Beer? Beer? Meteor. Uh, but I remember literally being like, what is going on? And for mm-hmm. a long time, I didn't struggle with it because I was like, he's not getting drunk. He's not like crashing. A, I mean, he's doing like literally nothing, just being normal, right? Right. But that was my sort of family mm-hmm. of origin, but the opposite side of family of origin where I'm like, I am not around alcohol mm-hmm. at all. It's kind of like me walking around with no shirt on all the time. Right. Right? In the summer. Yeah. If you're in the South in the summer and you're a guy, all you have is shorts. That's all you wear, right? And I'm fipping to be that way and soon, right? So you were just, it was not normal for you. No, not right? at all. So, so here's the question. So, is, But it, oh yes, okay. to say that, it wasn't normalized. Mm-hmm. So in my brain, I could have done exactly what this lady is thinking. Mm-hmm. If there is not really a problem, I could have made a problem out mm-hmm. of it because I was so unused to it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, so I like to look at the bigger picture. If I was talking to this dude, I'd be like, all right, man, dude to dude, you know, how, how much are you drinking? Is it a thing? No, not really. Honestly, it is one. 
Right. Okay. All right. We cool then? Kind of thing, right? I drink a glass of wine basically every night. Yeah. So yeah. So that's not a big deal. So I would want to look at that, right? Get that out on the table first if I was counseling this couple mm-hmm. or coaching right. this couple. And then I would visit the wife's anxiety about this, right? right? We were talking about this yesterday on a podcast or maybe with a client. I don't remember about women have like a security gland yeah. that blows up because it's all about nesting and some mm-hmm. real bioevolutionary stuff that little things can go, wait a minute, is that a is that a threat? It's like right. it's like having a nest mm-hmm. and you hearing like a rat. What's that sound over there? Right. What what is that? Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna get my eggs that I just laid. <laughs> Somebody be after my eggs. Right. Um so is it that and is it increased anxiety? Right. Or is it just a thing like Bro, you're spending money on a on, on beer and you're kind of getting a gut for that. Plus you right. dip. Ugh, this is a turn off. This is a break. This is not mm-hmm. a sexual accelerator. Ugh, come on. It's not good for you. Right. right. So if you are drinking all the time, even three a day, like one to two every single day, that's I mean, that's not good. That's kind of normal, but just because it's normal doesn't mean it's good. Right. It's not good just for how your liver, you you know, how you metabolize stuff. Uh alcohol. So here's another thing. In a drug classification, you have stimulants, you have psychedelics, you have depressants, you have uppers, all this stuff. Alcohol is a depressant. <laughs> Say it one more time. It is a depressant, a central nervous system depressant. So people wonder, yeah, I drink and, you know, like feel like shit the next day because not only biologically do I have a hangover, my body's dehydrated mentally. It is a depressant, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, I'm going to drink some more to not feel this way. Then you just feel that way. And then I'm going to drink right. some more. And then you get in this cycle, right? And there is, of, of course, there might be an addiction uh, possibility. You're addicted to nicotine dip, which, mm-hmm. don't know if I said this, but I was a good old boy and I used to chew tobacco all the time. Isn't a good old boy like an actual thing, like politically? <laughs> no, God. Isn't it? <laughs> Now? That's a proud boy. Oh, okay. I thought it was like the same the thing. super right wing. Yeah, I was racist. like, don't call yourself whatever that is. No, I thought it was. I'm the just thing. talking about like. No, I know you're a southern. A, a dip spitting, and you know, I mean, you dip spitting. Black or white, it didn't matter. You know, in the south, you're like, yeah, you. Tr-. Black <laughs> or white, it doesn't. It's not. I mean, there were grandmas that Who chewed, chewed tobacco. Snuff. Yeah, oh. like old school grandmas that, man. Yeah, you don't even know. But I anyway, know. I don't know how we got on Did that. Did they tangent. cook at the Waffle House? Yeah, probably. At the Waffle House. <laughs> Special sauce. Uh, yeah, I used to chew too, right? And that is hard to quit, but you got to you gotta cut that crap out, right? I don't want your teeth falling out, your gums like getting all gross and nasty. Yeah, and I tongue know cancer. Ugh, yikes. And I know your wife doesn't. So come on, boss. Right. Cut that stuff out. Uh, and I can say that because I used to do it for like 15 years and stopped. So you got it. So I don't know really where to go with this. Well, let me I want to assess the dude. Then I want to say, hey, lady, are you a little bit over anxious? Tell me what you're feeling. What's going let on? Let me ask you a question. So from your perspective, if this woman. So sorry, let me rephrase that. When would drinking be a problem? Let's clarify that then. Mm. When is it like, oh, I'm concerned? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, one of the questions is when we assess for uh, uh, drug and alcohol abuse, mm-hmm. has anyone in your life said to you that they're concerned Mm -hmm. that's an actual question right right uh um you know are are you are you uh drinking alone 
Are you sneaking drinking? Are you lying about drinking? Have you been in trouble? Mm-hmm. Has it do, you know? Does it affect your sleep? All kinds of things. So, right? are you sneaking drinking, Seth? Check. Are you lying? Oh, I mean, stretching, drinking. <laughs> Check. Are you drinking alone? Check. <laughs> You're the worst. Anywho, that's a that's a good question. So I would say, oh well, maybe I'm going reading the question again. Uh, in our darkest time, he was drinking hard liquor, right. but has since stopped that. That's so, great. So that's some that's some information because there's two classifications: alcohol abuse or alcohol dependence. Right? Alcohol dependence is the serious one where you've been drinking for a long time, your body is fully accustomed to it, and for the really chronic alcoholics, you get this these things called DTs, delirium tremens, I think it is, and you can die. Die. You can actually die if you stop drinking, which is, right. there's no other which drug crazy. like that. You can yeah. quit. You can quit weed, heroin, pills, cocaine. You can quit all of those and not die. From quitting. From quitting. But if you quit alcohol, if you're that far gone, there's the wet brain. If you, you know what wet yeah. brain is? Yeah. You can literally die, right? I, talk, talk I'm about not saying that this dude is, is there. Uh, well, wet brain is like your, your brain is basically bathed in alcohol. It's like the blood, um, what is it? The uh, blood brain barrier, barrier kind of thing and I, I don't know fully about it but i know that is a thing wet brain it's right. like okay this guy's like you know eight years old basically right. and you are gone that's not you've you like come back from that. pickled your brain mm, sort of brined it <laughs> you brined your brain right? half brined your brain half brined so i would ask okay let me talk about so this whole question dipping drinking don't care tell me about the darkest time what was that covid i think tell me all of that right I know it was, COVID was rough, right? That's why you need to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy marriage <laughs> to deal with this stuff, right? You like that ad spot there? I did. Uh, tell me about this darkest time. And it, it's funny when we get questions like this, I basically am asking more questions. So like, hey, write in again right, so I yeah. can help you more. But I want to help <laughs> as much as I can here. Uh, did you guys go to counseling for that individual or uh, couples counseling? Because this stuff has to be processed because obviously the hard liquor, maybe he was like, oh, uh, oh, yeah, I'm like, you know, a fifth a week or whatever. Uh, this is not a fifth of Jack, like a bottle of alcohol. That's what you call it. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> so innocent, young Mel. <laughs> he calls me young Mel a lot. I know. I like it. It's so funny. Uh, I would want you guys to process that. And if this man hopefully had the foresight and wherewithal to be like, Okay, no, this is not good. Yeah. I cannot, you know, be having like five or six shots every single night. I'm stopping that. I'll titrate myself, which that means kind of like wean yourself off. Okay, one what? Weaner. Oh my god. Is this what came to my head? One to two beers a day. Okay, so you want to, you know, kind of wean yourself off. Then maybe you're doing your own work, which is great. Okay, you can't erase. And no, you can't, <laughs> you, you have to replace, you can't just erase. You've got to replace. You can't just erase, right? You have to replace it with something for me when I was like, you know, cause I've, I, I'm open about this, right? I've had periods of like, Hey, I'm drinking too much or Hey, right. I'm going to the bakery too much. What's going on, Seth? Right? So I need a hard reset like day, like 75 hard, which is day 73. Whoop, I'm on it. Right. My last yes. day is Saturday. So I'm super excited about that. You cannot. You you have to replace it, right? So I would drink uh, carbonated sodas, right, and have those. They're thirst quenching. They're refreshing. They're good for you. Yeah. Waterloo. 
<laughs> sponsored by sponsored Waterloo. by Waterloo Water, right? Uh, so yeah, I, I would I want to. Hopefully, this is helpful. Is it a big deal? Check yourself around your own anxiety. I'd want to talk to the dude around this and just have a, an open conversation. This is what will not work. It will not work. The whole thing is, uh, my husband drinks too much, which may or not be true, and I don't know how to get him to stop. Don't make it your problem. Ooh. That was good. Right? Yeah. Is there more you're going to say? You just stopped. Don't make it your problem. Because if you try to get an addict, and I'm not pointing fingers, I'm not saying he's a hardcore addict, but if you try to get an addict to stop, you are wanting it more than they do. And you will beat your brains out trying to stop him or her and it will not work. It will not work. Mm-hmm. Right? That's like our coaching clients who don't really want to change. They're addicted to like sucking. <laughs> Were you addicted go, to sucking? Yeah. I talked about <laughs> it. Remember? <laughs> you got me in a real joke. <laughs> the worst slash best because that was a am good. A, that was a good. Uh, one. I'm a freelance stand up comedian. Yes, that was good. That was funny. Anyway, I was also gonna say this about drinking. <laughs> that um, I heard this thing once in a book. I think it was Inner Engineering by Sadhguru. I think mm. where he talked about this idea that oftentimes people will say the thing that is their freedom of choice. So like. I can drink. I can smoke weed. I can look at porn. I can do whatever. I could gamble. What? It's no big deal. I can work out. I can read books. You do not know what I am saying, so stop it. So they use their thing. They they say, what? I'm free to do this thing that's not healthy for me. Mm. And they say that it's a freedom. And he said, don't pretend that you're, uh, the thing that enslaves you is what makes you free. So essentially, if this is to say, if you are an alcoholic, if you are addicted to a substance, purchasing, any of these things, if you're addicted to something... Purchasing? Purchasing, buying stuff. Oh, a purchasing addiction, you guys. That's a new one. What is it called? Spending? What's it called? We call it women be shopping. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Anyway. You said it funny, so I know. So like if you're addicted to something, you Mm -hmm. cannot claim it as like a freedom. Like I'm just, I'm I'm able to do this. It's no big deal. Because you could not actually, if you can't actually stop it, it, you are not free in that relationship to that thing, Mm -hmm. right? Whether that's purchasing or uh, drinking alcohol or looking at porn Mm -hmm. or whatever. If you literally can't stop. If I said for the next 45 days, you can't do this thing. And if you went, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? then you're not free. Mm-hmm. You aren't. So I want to kind of throw that into the mix of this conversation and float that idea out. I think that would help. And you got to be honest with yourself right. there. You know, like, oh my gosh. So you guys know I used to work with uh, young men, right? Boys groups, you know, from 12 to 18 to 21 and all this stuff. And basically every single one would smoke weed, right? Oh, I can, I mean, I'm, I'm not addicted to it. I can stop whenever I want to, right? I can stop, right? And I've had grown-ass men say that. I've probably, well, no, I really haven't said that to myself, like, in trying to justify stuff. Well, I can stop. Right. I don't don't need this. Why did you become, your lips get huge? Well, I can (laughs) stop. You have, like, duck lips. No, it's like a, um. I can't even remember. It's a Napoleon Dynamite face. But uh, that is the number one sign of, okay, wait a minute, you're not, you're not being real with yourself. Why don't you say instead, 
I don't want to stop. Right. That's more, Leave me the hell alone. more authentic than <laughs> right? saying you can at any time. And then once you admit that to yourself, then you can go down a different line of questioning. So, oh, I can stop whenever I want. Okay, well, why don't you? Well, it's not even a problem. But wait a minute. You're like weigh 10 pounds more and you got a giant beer belly and your teeth are turning brown from dipping all the time. Right. So, okay. Then do you want that? Well, no, but it's like I get stressed, you know, right. and then it starts into a whole conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just be, just be real with yourself. It's like, I would rather you get so- real, <laughs> get real because it's really annoying. And I got this from my family of origin. You try to justify things. Oh, you mean stretch things? Yeah. No, listen, family of origin, like all of us were always saying like, well, yeah, it's because I need this thing or this or that. And we've you had... I think I don't know that. I know, but we I don't know this? Stop interrupting. But we've had big time conversations of like, Seth, just say it. Right. Hey, Mel, I want to go to Baker Uvo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you would make the stupidest excuses like, well, I was right next to it. You were freaking a seven minute drive away from it. Away. Like you are not right next to it. You are never passing Bakery Nouveau on your way to anywhere. But I'm, but I'm closer to it from here. Yeah, cool. <laughs> real, real cool. Right. So come on, guys. Let's be real to ourselves, first of all, and then real to one another. Uh, and this this makes me word from the Lord. Man, I have been listening to Kevin Can Melissa. Can you just talk? Just talk. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, um, maybe this is... Uh, okay, lady. Is it easier for you to say, well, I won't, I, does he have a problem? Does he have a problem? Or is that easier to say than you saying, hmm, what is this bringing up in me? What kind of anxieties do I have that I don't necessarily want to deal with? So, but if he would stop drinking, then I would be cool, right? And again, I'm not assuming that that's going on because maybe she just told us part of the story of like, yeah, he gets drunk and yells and he's just a douchebag when he drinks all the time and it it does not help anything and plus he's you know sleepy because you know you drink it's a depressant you get sleepy or his teeth are brown because he dips all the time so our sex life is no good kind of thing is that a thing right right so yeah i think that's important so in wrapping up one of the things there's two things but i can't remember the one so i'll say the one Mm. uh the idea of you say at the very end like how do i approach him how do i talk to him about this without him getting defensive Mm -hmm. paint a picture of what you want to see don't attack what you don't like so invite a new version a new experience a new whatever a new energy around this and it could sound something like this like hey you know I didn't grow up with people drinking. I'm really kind of not used to it. And I would really love it if maybe we could have drinking only be on a special day or like, do you know what I mean? Like paint a picture of what health would look like. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, what if we cut down our drinking together? I know that sounds like you drink and I know you don't, Mm -hmm. but what if we cut down our drinking and would that make us be healthier? Would that make our sex life better? We have another question in the queue somewhere where someone talks about, um, their sex life is impeded by their out of shapeness, right? So these things all matter. They all are connected. They all matter. Uh, that was one thing I was going to say, and I can't remember the second one. But anyway, 
Thank you for sending in this question. Before we wrap up, we're going to tell you this thing that mm. you've got to know. You need to come to our event. <laughs> it is live. It is on August 6th in Maple Valley, Washington. The event is free. There are three different Free? Sessions. Who puts on a free event? Oh, we do. We do. So the, the morning session is 100% free. At that session, we'll be going over four amazing areas of marriage. Mm-hmm. You will get a marriage field guide when you attend this event. And Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers will be speaking live. And she is the absolute best at she is. everything. She is going to explain sex and intimacy in ways that, right. man, are going to help We're you so much. We're getting back to the foundation of sex and intimacy. And so the whole thing is back to basics boot camp. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is like, we need a redo, reset, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So sign up for that. Come to our event. Go to our Eventbrite. Go to our Facebook or Instagram mm-hmm. or whatever. You'll see it in our links. And it's on our website, thestudleys.com. You can find it on the event page. That's right. So that's the first half of the Back to Basics boot camp, right? That event is free. But if you are a hardcore AOM fan and you like to travel and you like your marriage, it, man, if you love your wife, you'll you'll do this. So right. I don't know. If you don't love her, I... Don't I'll, sign up. That's, that's fine. up to you. We'll no answer, no we'll, uh, skin off my back. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, whatever. Anyway, the second part of the event is a paid event where... In our backyard. In our backyard. And you are going to get one-on-one guidance, help, instruction from us. We're going to go around to each table, help you guys out, create this shared vision planning, mm-hmm. right? Well, our field guide manual, mm-hmm. it's going to be taking everything you learned in the morning and creating an actual tangible plan that is curated just for you. Mm. So when you leave this event, there will be no marital stone unturned. You That's will right. have all the stuff you need to do this perfectly. And then after that, we're going to party in Seattle. Mm. That is what I'm looking forward to. I love... I'm looking forward to the event itself. I'm looking forward to the event itself. As an introvert, I love hanging out with people just like our listeners. As an it introvert? Brings, yeah, I'm an introvert kind of guy. You're right? weird. I'm judging you. I'm and I just the posted show. today about not judging people. <laughs> anyway, you guys, back to basics boot camp with us. Come hang out. Sign There's going to be tons of people who want to improve their marriage. You are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. So for me, in my household, I want to hang out with her and all of our other growth mindset people who are killing it financially, sexually, emotionally, spiritually, all this stuff. And if you want to do that too, Sign up. The link is in the Eventbrite's in the show notes. You guys, August 6th, the Back to Basics Boot Camp. We better see you there. That's right. That's right. All I'll right. I'll fit and be mad. We love you guys. If you have any questions, send them in to hello at anatomyofmarriage.com, and we will talk to you later. All right, guys. Bye. Later. Bye. Bye.